真古的秀。Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Steve.、Uh, Wednesday, December fifth. Holy shit! What an ordeal! I recorded about ten minutes of this already, this podcast, and had to stop because I'm recording in my apartment. I think I've mentioned this before. I'm not sure I have.、Uh, the laundry room in my apartment complex is directly. Under my apartment, I'm still sick talking about this.、Um, and someone within the past month has started using new dryer sheets or those dryer balls, whatever, to soften their fabrics. But I swear to God, whatever they're using, the perfume is so strong. That it fills, and I don't know how this is possible, but it fills my apartment with that perfume smell. No joke, to the point where I have to leave. I have to leave my apartment when they do laundry because even with, with my doors and windows shut, my apartment just literally smells like someone came in here. It smells like somebody came in here and, no joke, dumped a bottle of、uh, perfume on the floor. Like emptied a whole bottle of perfume. Like my whole apartment smells so bad. There's been times where it's activated my asthma. And also, I'm sick right now. I have like a very stuffy nose and can barely smell most things. I can still smell this perfume right now. They're And last week, I mentioned it to the landlord, and he sent out an email to everybody in the building saying, "Hey, please stop using scented dryer sheets.、Um, it doesn't sit well with some of the people in the building." He should have just used me by name,、um, but he sent out an email saying, "Stop it!" And、uh, sure enough, they're back using it again. And this is a person who doesn't want. I don't know what this person's deal is. They have the same red laundry bag, so I know it's the same person. But they do laundry like three times a week. Like it's happening all the time, and I have to just leave. I can't leave now because I'm sick. I'm I'm legitimately sick. That was going to be the focus of this podcast.、Um, <clears throat> is I have a cold,、um, and so I started off recording, and then this person downstairs started doing laundry with that horrible. Scented dryer sheet, or I think that's those dryer balls, and they're filled with perfume or something. It, it's horrible. I don't know why someone would want their clothes to smell like this. It's insane. But my sinuses are like just shut. I, I've neti potted. I've I. This is Wednesday. Over the weekend, I went to a wedding out in Palm Springs, the hills above Palm Springs. Beautiful wedding, it, and、um, but it was outdoors, and it was at night,、um, and it was super windy, and also like forty eight degrees. Like it was really cold. It was a wedding, so everyone's wearing like dresses and suits. No one's wearing like parkas and stuff. And、um, I just knew hanging out. I was like, well, 
there's no way I don't get sick this week. I was like, it'll be a miracle if I don't get sick this week. And um, sure enough, yesterday, Tuesday, I um, woke up feeling great. This is always this has happened the last couple times I've been sick. Usually, I feel it coming on when I'm getting a cold or something. I'm like, oh, I have a tickle in my throat, or oh, my sinuses. I'm starting to feel pressure. Um, I think I'm I might be getting sick. Like I feel it coming on. And then I'll just wake up one morning and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm sick. Fuck. The past couple times, it's been, I wake up in the morning feeling great. I woke up yesterday feeling awesome. I was like, oh, wow. This is going to be a good day. I'm going to go run run some errands. And I went out to start running errands. And um, was at the drugstore and sneezed once. And then it became a sneezing fit, and I couldn't stop sneezing the rest of the day. My nose would not stop running. I don't understand colds. Really, I understand how cancer works. I understand how most diseases work. I don't understand colds. It it is the most simple illness and the least destructive usually, you know. It's like, oh, I've got the sniffles and the sneezes and the plugged up sinuses for three or four days. Nothing major. You can even like still sometimes go out and get stuff done if you have to. It's not a horrible thing, usually a cold. But why can't we stop colds? Why can't we eradicate colds? It seems, honestly, it seems like it would be super easy. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm, and I know I'm sick now. It's cause I have, and I always forget about this. Sometimes, you know, the past few weeks I've been like, pretty sure it's allergies. It's definitely allergies. I don't think I'm getting sick. That was definitely allergies because I have that taste and that smell. You know, that sick smell. Like if you inhale hard enough through your nose, you're like, oh yeah, that's, I can actually smell the sickness. Um, but I, I don't get colds. Um, and what I really don't understand is the constant nose running. I've gone through a whole box of Kleenex yesterday. I, I got two more boxes today. Um, and I just go through, I'm just blowing my nose constantly. It just doesn't snot, stop. It doesn't snot. (laughs) Why, why is it, how, where does it come from? Your body's just like, we need more snot. This guy needs more snot. No, I don't. I, I, I would love to make that stop. I kind of rather have uh, congestion and stuffiness than like, by the time I went to bed last night, my nose was so red from, Wiping it with tissue and blowing my nose all day. Oh, God damn it. This just sounds horrible. I'm sorry. You guys always have to listen to me sniffling and sneezing. This is the sound of tissue. 
One end of the tissue is rubbing my nose. The other is going against the microphone. <laughs> God, it smells so fucking bad. I have a stuffy nose and I can still smell that fucking perfume fabric softener. I actually wrote a note and went down there and put it on top of the dryer. I was like, hey, it's Steve directly upstairs I go I don't know what you've just started using but it's only been about a month but every time you you do a load in the dryer if it's fabric sh sheets or whatever it's so perfume uh, soaked uh, I don't remember the exact words I go whatever you're using has so much perfume in it that it fills my apartment to the point where I can't stay. Like I have to leave for a couple hours. I, and I, I wrote the note. I go, I know the landlord sent an email out last week, but he wasn't specific as to why. Uh, I'm the reason why. I can't breathe when you're using this stuff. And I would love to give you money to buy a new fabric softener. So we'll see. It, it's so horrible. It's such a strong fucking odor. Ugh. Also, this guy needs more snot. Snot. Ugh. Perfectly named. Snot and diarrhea are two words that fit their ailment perfectly. Whoever invented the word diarrhea... <laughs> whoever invented diarrhea... Whoever came up with the word diarrhea, oh my God, they nailed it. It's the perfect word for diarrhea. <laughs> I'm delirious. I took some cold medicine. Um, it's very hard for me to sit here and do this. I just want to lay down and go to sleep, but I got to get this out by tomorrow. Oh my God, it's only been 10 minutes. I'm definitely going to have to go to emails. I hate that I can't breathe through my nose right now either. Um, uh, oh, trainer. I was supposed to see the trainer today. He sent me an email a couple days ago going, I'm in Canada doing a lecture. I have to go to Florida Thursday. Um... I could still come back Wednesday, but it would be really quick. Or we could try Monday. And I was like, to be honest, I was, <laughs> my reasoning was I, I just wanted another week of eating garbage. But I was like, yeah, let's, uh, I have an audition Wednesday, so maybe it's just better if we do it Monday. Uh, well, it all worked out because I'm sick. I would have been miserable today anyway. Um and I did have an audition. I, just, I I had to cancel on it. It was for Glow. I would have loved to go in, but they're going to be like, we can't hire this guy. He sounds like he's got cement up his nose. So I'm still anticipating that. Um, Busy and I are still doing... Um, a live show in San Francisco for Sketchfest. Busy is in. It's going to be great. I gave you all the information last week and go to sfsketchfest.com for the schedule and the tickets. It's Thursday. I think it's the second. Maybe it's the third. 
second or third Thursday in um, January. I think it's the 17th, 8 p.m. at Cobb's Comedy Club. Busy and myself will be uh, talking with uh, comedian Dana Gould. He was a writer-producer on The Simpsons, uh, incredibly funny stand-up comedian. He has a show on IFC called Stand Against Evil. Not Stand, but Stan, as in Stanley. Stand Against Evil, which is really great, and uh, I love that guy. He's so funny. Uh, so he's going to talk with us, and uh, hopefully Janet Varney, who is also in Stand Against Evil, but she is one of the founding members of SF Sketchfest, and she lives. She's almost a neighbor of mine. She has a very funny uh, like web series out called Fortune Rookie on IFC, IFC's website, I think, um, and she's also the the lead voice in the Legend of Korra animated series. Uh, very good friend of mine. Uh, she's also on um, uh, You're the Worst. She works a lot. You would know her if you saw her. She's a very good friend of mine, and uh, hopefully she's going to be on the podcast as well. Oh, my God, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Um, what else is new? Health-wise, everything seems to be okay. My neck was all fucked up last week. When I went out to Palm Springs, I had really bad vertigo. Like, positional. Like, if I'd laid down flat, I'd be kind of okay, but as soon as I rolled over to one side or the other, there, a lot of times I was getting vertigo. And so I went to Palm Springs, and the whole weekend when I'd sleep in my bed, I would try and prop myself up, because usually once I'm upright and functioning, the vertigo's okay. It's when I'm horizontal or inverted that it's really bad. So I was like, I'll just sleep, uh, you know, propped up with a bunch of pillows because there were a bunch of pillows on my bed. Uh, but for some reason, I don't know what it is. I cannot sleep in a seated position. Not, you know, my body isn't like 90 degrees, like my f legs aren't out flat and I, my body's not straight up. I mean, like just at a 45 degree angle against some very soft pillows, I still can't sleep. Um, I don't know what it is. I would love to be able to sleep propped up with all the problems I have. It would be great for my vertigo, but as soon as I, like, I'll do it and I'll feel fine. I'm like, oh, this is comfortable. And then, like, within half an hour, my body has slid down far enough to where my body is flat and it is my neck that is propped up. <laughs> Just my head is propped up. And then uh, the next day, my, my neck hurts, like, incredibly bad. So my neck, you know, after this weekend was just a wreck. So I did yoga on Monday, which really helped a lot. Still loving the yoga, guys. If you're new to this podcast, go back and listen to uh, probably a couple months ago uh, with my guest, Alexis Novak. She's... My yoga instructor, we talk about yoga and stuff. She's great. It's really helped. <sighs> Hopefully between the yoga and uh, personal trainer, 
I'm going to be okay. <laughs> I hate having a cold. For something so mild as a cold, it really is a, just a <laughs> just a miserable experience. It was just a faucet of snot running out of my head nonstop. And I don't even feel that sick. I just feel stuffy and gross. And it doesn't help that the only thing I can smell right now is perfume from the laundry room downstairs. Ugh. Oh, somebody rescue me. <laughs> Calgon, take me away. Remember those commercials? Where are my olds at? Remember Calgon commercials? It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What else? Oh, God. <laughs> this is going to be maybe the worst podcast out of all of them. Just me. <laughs> just an hour of me mentioning perfume and being stuffy and just going, like, oh, God. Oh, geez. Make sure I'm still recording because <laughs> I don't want to miss out on any of this gold. Let's uh, look to some... Uh, uh, hold on, I have to reply to a text. Oh, oh God. Why am I, this is something I wanted to talk about. I thought of this yesterday. This is something I wanted to talk about. How overwhelmed I feel all the time. Um... Uh, I'm replying to a text. I was supposed to go to a movie tonight. My friend's movie is premiering. And, um, Jesus. Uh, yesterday I was like, uh, I might be get, be a little sick. We'll see how I feel, um, tomorrow. Um, sorry. I just had to get that out there. Um, being overwhelmed and this is crazy when i was in my 20s even my 30s i could juggle a million things all the time i never had to write anything down everything was in my mind and i knew what i had to do any given day you know i could have multiple meetings or lunches or, or you know uh, you know work schedules all week long and I would show up and never have a problem. Yesterday, I had a friend text me in the morning going, hey, you want to get lunch? And I was just like, it was like he had asked me to murder somebody. I was like, oh God, what what, what do I do? What do I say? I, I, I'm too overwhelmed. By the way, I had nothing going on. I was... I mean, granted, I was like sneezing a bunch and stuff, but I at that point, I still thought I was just having an allergy attack and I had just taken a Zyrtec. But I was like, oh, oh God. I was overwhelmed by just 
want to go to lunch? I was like, uh, I can't today. Maybe I can do it tomorrow. I'm starting to feel a little sick, so let me let you know tomorrow. And I haven't let him know. You know, I haven't gotten back to him. And now I'm like, oh, I have to get back to him. And then my friend just texted me. He's like, are you going to make it tonight to this movie? And I'm like, I literally feel like the weight of the world on my shoulder just from like two things. Just from someone asking to go to lunch and not even a definitive plan. And also a movie. And I feel like I'm going to lose my shit. And this is all the time with me. And even when I don't have something to do, most days I feel like I'm forgetting something. This is a feeling I have a lot. I feel like all the time, like I'm supposed to be doing something and can't remember what it is. Also, on the other side of that, when I do have things, if I don't write them down now, I will forget about them. Like, I'm constantly now writing stuff uh, in my calendar, my calendar on my phone, because if I don't, I will forget about it. Also, it's the holiday season, so I've gotten like four or five uh paperless invites, you know, evites, whatever you call them, to holiday parties. And they're all on Saturday nights. Some of them are this weekend on the 8th. Some of them are the 15th. Some of them are the weekend after. And I don't always keep track of them, and yet I'll still keep getting, you know how you get like a million reminders? Like, hey, just a reminder, RSVP to this party. I feel (laughs) like I want to scream at my phone going, look, I'll... I'll, I'll fucking reply when I'm ready. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Like, I'm losing my mind over being invited to someone's party. And I'm like, how can I... Oh, oh God, some of these parties are on the same night. How do I swing this? Who's do I go to? I am overwhelmed, and I don't... Is this just part of getting old? I used to never be bothered by this stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll make it to that. That'll be cool, or... I'll go to both. I'll go to one early and one late. Now I'm just like, I can't go to both. I I, I don't want to have to leave one to go to another and say goodbye. And people will be like, where are you going? I'm like, I have another party to go to. And then they're joking like, ooh, look who's popular. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, God, my apartment stinks right now of perfume. Who wants their clothes to smell like this? Please let me know in the comments when I post tomorrow about this episode if you get as easily uh, worked up about stuff that you're supposed to do and just feel constantly bombarded by things. It is so crazy that just one person wanting to have lunch sent me into a spiral yesterday. I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> by the way, it's my friend Gabe who was on the podcast just a couple months ago talking about his uh, cheese uh, stroke. (laughs) So it was Gabe. He's like, hey, you want to get lunch today? And I was like, oh, oh God, how am I supposed to, (laughs) I got to leave. What if, where do you want to go? We got to, now we got to decide on a place. 
this is me all the time now. I'm just like stressed out about the most minor things. I know, Steve, don't stress the small stuff. And it's all small stuff. I read that book, um, The Power of Now. It was great and it made a lot of sense. And for a while, stuff like this didn't bother me. It was like, live in the moment. Don't worry about what you have to do tomorrow. Worry about what's happening right now. Enjoy your life. Focus on your life right now. What's happening next week uh, is shouldn't be affecting you right now. Really great book, by the way. I'm usually not into all that self-help stuff, but uh, Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Um, really good. You know, if you even if you're not religious and, uh, you know, don't believe in spirituality, just it's very common sense, the stuff he says about living in the moment and why are you affected by something that happened in the past? And I know there's like post-traumatic stress and stuff, but the general gist is like, the past is in the past. You have to learn to live right now. Enjoy what's happening right now. Focus on what's happening right now. What's happening next week is... Don't worry about that till it's next week, you know. Um, and uh, one thing he said that really stuck with me is like how people will worry about like oh my God, I have to confront somebody about, you know, whatever, a shirt that they borrowed and never returned. I got to talk to them about that. And I don't want to seem like an asshole. And you dread that moment that you're going to see them and talk to them or call them. And he's like, we get so worked up and, and nervous about something that's in the future. And we make it out to be this huge thing. And then, Almost always when it happens, it's never as bad as we make it out to in our minds, which is totally true. You know, you get to the next week and you're like, hey, you remember I you borrowed that shirt of mine? Can I get it back? Oh, yeah, okay. You're like, fuck, why was I worried about that <laughs> shit? Anyway, so yeah, I'm freaking out about lunches. <laughs> freaking out about lunches man i'm freaking out send more snot i need more snot seriously though where does it fucking come from look i know i'm a big guy but my head and my sinuses aren't that big it's like there's there's a mountain spring of water snot coming out of my nose like hey let's put a faucet on his nose and tap into this never-ending stream of mucusy snot i'm sorry you have to listen to me sounding so stuffy right now truly i am i was gonna record yesterday but i was yesterday was even worse because i couldn't stop sneezing that was fucking horrible there were a few times when i would go into a sneezing fit while i was driving and I honestly felt like I was going to black out from sneezing so so hard. I was like, oh my God, that actually hurt. So I guess I'm a little... I, I don't mind being stuffy as long as I don't have to talk. And yet here I am doing a podcast. I don't even have to read ads. I just... Uh, uh, 
But I love doing this podcast, guys. Never going to stop, no matter what you say. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I am not going to stop. I love doing this podcast. I feel like I've really, really gotten into something. I really found my niche. Let me sit up here and look. Probably doesn't help that I'm laying back and my couch is just uh it's always weird too when you have a cold how you feel worse in the morning like you wake up and because you've been laying down still everything is just kind of settled in your sinuses in your chest you know in your lungs in your nose in your head so everything's settled so when you first get up you're just like jesus christ What's going on in my body? And then it, you know, sit upright and everything starts to drain out or you start moving, you start coughing everything out. And by the afternoon, you're always like, oh, I feel a little bit better. I think I'm getting better. So I, I just didn't sleep well last night either. I kept waking up. I'd wake up and go, oh, yeah, I feel like I slept a lot. What time is it? Oh, it's one in the morning. Ugh. Is this iced coffee really helping my cold? I'm fine with this being a cold. I just don't want it to turn into a sinus infection. But I did my neti pot. I almost made a video of it. Um, I did the neti pot. And uh, gotta say, sitting on the toilet this morning, I'm still stoked about that bidet. <laughs> Still stoked about the bidet, guys. Um, it's so funny. Yesterday, uh, last night, I part of my errands, I went over to Dave and Eve Dasmalchins, who were on this podcast. Um, uh, I think the last one they did, we Eve and Dave were talking about how Eve has that thing where she passes out and convulses when she throws up. Yeah, those two. I went over to their house last night to take photos of them for their uh, Christmas cards. <laughs> a, it was just a perfect storm of their kids just did not want to sit still for this photo. They have like a two-year-old who was just like, is she even two? She was just like not having it, just screaming, running around, didn't wouldn't hold still, wouldn't look at the camera. And then their four year old Arlo, who was just like super hyper, would just wouldn't hold still either. And they're trying to wrangle the kids. And then I'm trying to just I'm working with new lights that I've never used, trying to figure them out, and my nose just won't stop running and uh But we did it, guys. I think they're going to have a good Christmas card. No thanks to me. I just pushed click on the camera. I just pushed click. I just uh, pushed the shutter. This cold medicine is really fucking with me, man. I honestly want nothing more than to take it out. <laughs> Let's do some emails. Oh my God, it is like somebody put plugs right up my nose. 
get stressed when people keep emailing me or texting me while I'm doing the podcast because I'm like I feel like I should respond immediately but I'm like ah I gotta talk (laughs) I'm so out of it right now oh yeah emails sorry this is probably the worst podcast I've ever done um but it's a podcast about sickness so uh we've got that down also, I left my phone at Dave and Eve's house last night and did not realize till I got into my apartment. It was pitch black in my apartment and uh, I have one of those Philips Hue lighting systems where all my lights are connected to a bridge, like a hub almost like a modem type thing, and I control all my lights with my phone. So I got in and I went to look for my phone to turn on the lights, and just like, I was like, oh no, my phone's gone. And uh, Just the main overhead lights. The switch is actually broken in my apartment, so I need my phone to turn them on and off. So it's just pitch black in here, and I just laid down on the couch and was like, well, I guess I'm fucked until tomorrow. And then I was also like, oh, I can't even like Instagram or anything. I mean, I can do it on my laptop, but you can't. For some reason, you have to have the. It's a photo intuitive app, Instagram, unlike Twitter or Facebook, where you can use a laptop. You can use a laptop and look at Instagram, but you can't. At least I haven't found a way to post. You can't post from a laptop. You can't. Um, you can't message people. You can't reply to their stories. You can't reply, uh, leave comments on their photo photos. It's it's. Uh, so I was going a little bit insane. All right. If you do have uh, emails, questions, suggestions, topics, uh, hit me up at nodocspodcast at gmail dot com. That's n o d o c s podcast at gmail.com so many of these emails lately are are just uh, ads junk mail because of the holidays that's another thing I hate about the holidays all right here's one oh I could tell from the uh uh, subject line. This is something I've heard about before. I don't know if I think Busy and I might have talked about this. I don't know. It's from a listener named Abby. Hi, Abby. The subject is Got Kidney Stones? Ride a Roller Coaster. Hi, Steve. Love the podcast. I've listened since the beginning and was thinking about this study that my ex step uncle, Family Dynamics, am I right? Published. Oh, wow. He published this. He is a professor and urologist at Michigan State University and noticed a pattern in patients with kidney stones that had recently been uh, on vacation to Disney World, often came home and passed their kidney stones. Uh, She uh, posted a link. 
I know that it is something that you deal with, so maybe a trip up to Disneyland is in order. Keep up the good work. Um, I'm going to click on this, but I, I remember I read this, or someone forwarded this to me like two years ago when it came out. There are visceral reactions most of us experience during a roller coaster ride. Drop in the gut, a leap of the heart, a tingle in the fingertips. For some, there be, may be other feelings, too. Uh, a pang in the back, a kick to the lower abdomen, an urgency in the bladder. These are symptoms that often come with passing a kidney stone, an event that may not entirely... Uh, may not be entirely unexpected on certain roller coasters, according to a new study. Uh, the author authors found uh, that moderate intensity uh, rattling coasters might be effective at dislodging little kidney stones in the uh, outer ducts of the kidney and propelling them toward the ureter, uh, the tube connecting the kidneys and the bladder. Um, I'm going to stop reading, but uh, that's the gist. Uh, yeah, I saw this a while ago. I think Busy and I might have mentioned it when we were talking about kidney stones. Although I've talked about kidney stones a lot, I, I suffer from them. And suffer is a, uh understatement. Kidney stones are the worst. But uh, yeah, kidney stone is just a like a deposit, a mineral deposit that grows and grows because it's not filtering through your kidney. And so as these minerals pass through your kidneys, they build up on this stone that keeps getting bigger and bigger until it eventually works its way, its way to the edge of the kidney and dislodges into your ureter, which as in this article, is the tube that goes from your kidney to your bladder. It's like the filter system. And so um, uh, the pain is not usually when the stone is in the kidneys. The pain is when it dislodges. And then it is like a golf ball going through a garden hose. Kidney stone is usually a little bit larger than the ureter, so it's got to work its way through like a snake that has swallowed something uh, very large. Uh, so therefore it can take a while to pass because it's just your ureter is trying to massage it through and it's not easy because kidney stones are, um, sharp and jagged. It's not smooth like a golf ball going through a garden hose. Um, there's like lots of barbs and crystals and uh, it's, it's like a meteor. It's horrible. But the study was like, uh, it's very likely that if you have a stone in your kidney, it can, uh, the rattling of the uh, roller coaster. I'm, I'm about to sneeze. <coughs> the best thing when you're stuffy is sneezing, and then for about 30 seconds, uh, you can breathe through your nose. Oh my God. A sneeze is the best thing when you're stu stuffy. That should maybe be the uh, title of this episode. Um, but yeah, the rattling of the roller coaster will sometimes dislodge it, I guess. Or I don't know, man. Uh, you know, once 
it is dislodged though and in your ureter you're looking at you know sometimes hours of really bad pain and i don't know uh if it once that's happened if well, I know for a fact, once I start passing a kidney stone, the last thing that I would be able to do is go to an amusement park and get on a roller coaster. The idea is great, though. And, you know, one way that they break up kidney stones when they're still in your kidney is with sound waves. So it's vibrations. Um, so it does make sense. That study does make a lot of sense. But... Um, I guess if you are pre-kidney stone and they're small enough, it wouldn't be bad to dislodge it that way. But for me, I've passed large kidney stones. Like, I posted photos. Maybe I'll post another photo again. Um, you look at them and you're like, I can't believe that you passed that thing. Um, so, yeah, it's painful. But I got to say this. When I am passing one, when it's in the ureter, few things hurt worse than laying down because you have your body weight now pushing on your ureter. You're laying down and your body weight is pushing down on it and that hurts more. So honestly, it feels better. When I have a kidney stone, I'm usually standing up and walking around like in circles in my apartment. Um I went to uh, the emergency room once with a kidney stone, really bad kidney stone. It was like a Sunday afternoon, and I walked in, and um, the emergency room waiting room was full, like packed. There were people bleeding, screaming, throwing up. Like It, it just was like, for someone as neurotic as myself, it was not ideal. I was like, I can't be in this room. I'm going to lose my shit. I also have a feeling that I'm low priority. I mean, kidney stone is painful, but it's not as dangerous as what probably some of these other people are dealing with. So I'm just going to be sitting here in pain. So what I did was went back out to the parking lot and just hung out in the parking lot of the emergency room in case it got worse. But, um, I was like, I, I have a very high threshold for pain, oddly enough. Luckily, um, I've passed most of my kidney stones just by drinking water, taking Tylenol, and smoking weed. Um, and I've been fine. Um, a lot of pain, but, you know, I, I can still function. So I went in the parking lot <laughs> of St. Joseph's in Burbank and just kind of didn't sit or lay down on the car because that would hurt. I, I just paced. I just paced for a couple hours and chugged water. It's the best thing you can do once you've started passing a kidney stone is just start chugging water because it, it helps push it through. So I was chugging water. Luckily, I added a couple bottles of water in my car. I was chugging water, smoking weed, and walking. And walking also... You're upright, so gravity is helping that thing go down quicker than if you're lying on your side. Um, and it was really amazing because once it goes through your ureter, it gets to your bladder. Your bladder is like a giant cave. Once it gets in there, it's just rattling around in there. It's not rubbing up against anything. So once 
the kidney stone gets to your bladder, the pain literally just stops. This has been the case with me. I don't know about other people, but once it's gone through, you still have to pee it out, but once it's gotten to your bladder, there's room. It's not pushing against anything. I always know when my kidney stone has gotten to my bladder because the pain immediately stops. Um, and uh, in that case, I, I was in the parking lot and walking. It was just, just kind of like taking deep breaths. Like, God damn it. And then all of a sudden the pain just stopped. Like it went away and I was like, oh, I can go home. Went home. I drank, you know, a ton of water. So I got home, like start peeing a bunch. The first couple times I go to the bathroom, nothing passes. And then I think the third time. I'm peeing, and I have a filter. I have this filter thing that you pee into. You stand over the toilet, and you pee into it, and it just kind of, it's like a strainer. And uh, sure enough, third time I went to the bathroom, bink, just like a bullet coming out of your wiener. And by the way, people are, that's the one thing people cringe at most when I've shown them photos of my kidney stones. They're usually like, that's huge, you peed that out that must have hurt so bad it doesn't hurt peeing it out for some reason it's like in my case most of the times i've peed it out and it's been like a bullet going out of a gun like it goes out so fast that you really barely even feel it the pain is going from your kidney to your bladder and that's you know pain in your back your wiener it <laughs> feels really no pain. <laughs> Wiener. Um, so, yeah, thank you for that article. Um, folks, you know, if you suffer from kidney stones, just I'm sure you, if you Google kidney stones roller coaster, um, it would probably be the first thing to come up. <laughs> uh, let's go to another one. I saw another one here that I liked archive this um, well, here's one the subject is a dislocated jaw it's from a listener named Susan hi Steve and in parentheses it says and busy <laughs> I find this funny now I'd say I'm a long-time listener, but that would be a blatant lie, and I certainly don't want to start off a liar. Well, thank you, Susan. I hate a liar. <laughs> I don't mind. If you're a new listener, that's great. You know, we get, you know, get more and more listeners as the podcast goes on, so I'm not shocked to hear people are new listeners. I recently got into your podcast, my first one, actually, and... Uh, it's been a big help with my 1.5 hour commute three days a week. Ugh. So thanks for that. Uh, just ugh. driving. Driving's the worst in traffic. I'm sad I didn't realize you were in the lineup for Sketchfest in January. So I'm hoping 2020 may also be on the books since I'd like to make the trip and see you live. Uh, I'm sure I will be up there. I'm up there every January for Sketchfest. Um, so I'll be there in some capacity in 2020. Uh, last year was actually my first year 
missing sketch fest since I started going and it was because I was sick like really bad bronchitis like almost like the doctor said I was very close to having pneumonia it was so bad because I had been working on a movie and I was just not taking care of myself um, that was also like really the last time I was super sick um, but I've been looking. There's still tickets, still a lot of tickets, you know. Um, if you go to sfsketchfest.com, um, you can find links to the schedule. But I think we're on Thursday, the 17th of January at 8 p.m. Cobb's Comedy Club. Uh, come see that. We've got Dana Gould from The Simpsons. He was a writer, producer on The Simpsons, has a show on IFC called Stand Against Evil. Um, it's going to be really fun and there are still tickets left. They are starting to go, but if you so feel like it, please make the trip out. We'd love, we'd love to, uh, love to do a podcast for you live. Uh, anyway, my medically related story needs a bit of a prelude. So I'll start with that. I learned at a very young age that I'm not able to take tablet based medication. If I'm Ever told I need to take aspirin for the rest of my life, I'm officially fucked. Whatever coding is on tablets, they cause my gag reflex to kick in, and it's as though I, I can't keep the medication down. This is typically not an issue since medication has come a long way, and more companies are using caplets as an alternative, for which I'm eternally grateful. I'm not a big fan of taking pills either. I find a lot of times, some of the, especially the aspirin-based ones, will stick in my throat. And so uh, I kind of know what you're talking about. In 2011, when I was living away for the first time, I was getting public transit to a theme park. Uh, I'm not, oh, maybe you were going to treat a kidney stone. <laughs> I'm not sure how this happened, but I managed to trip over my own two feet and fell in, into the highway. I smashed my jaw on the road, having been unable to brace myself in any regard. I felt relatively okay, and we carried carried on to the theme park. I got on some rides, felt a bit nauseous, but we still had a good day. I did go to the doctor the next day just to get it checked out in case something was up, but was given the all clear. So I headed on to the second theme park. I'm going to assume this is Disneyland and California Adventure, since you're going to two different theme parks in one area, although I could be wrong. Who knows? Over the course of the next couple of years, I, years, I, as most people who live in this world, have gotten a few colds. I tend to regularly treat them with medication because I'm miserable otherwise. Unfortunately, cold medicine in caplet form is hard to come by. I've taken some tablets and my gag reflex has kicked in. Uh, the stressful part is that my jaw shifts and locks out of place, particularly since my fall on the highway. Most of the time it goes back, most of the time. On this particular fall uh, day when I had a, a nasty cold, my jaw did not go back into place. Suffice it to say, it was a painful and stressful experience. I was living with my parents at the time and my dad was the only one home. You know how most people have that reliable uh, deals with all the... Wait, you know how most people have that reliable deals with all the shit parent i don't understand this i think there's a typo in this sentence 
you know how most people have that reliable comma deals with all the shit parent oh you have uh, oh i know what you're saying jesus I'm, I'm out of my mind you have a reliable parent that deals with all the shit okay yeah not my dad i <laughs> I do adore him, but he is not on speed dial for my medical emergencies. My dad's immediate response to my predicament was to, one, call my mom to ask her to come home. Two, call my nurse cousin who advised him to take me to the hospital. In the hustle to get to the hospital, my dad was further stressed by the vehicle not being available until I managed to communicate that mine was. We were on our way out the door. When my mom pulled into the driveway, I've never seen someone look so relieved. <laughs> I was immediately ushered into the vehicle with my mom and we headed to the emergency room. While it was extremely painful, my biggest concern was what if I had to sneeze in this situation? My sneezes are rather intense and I was worried I would do more damage if it happened and it's hard to stop sneezes. I agree. Um, we get to the ER and the triage nurse puts me through the paces since it's not too busy. And once I'm triaged, I'll be a higher priority. They get more through triage and into ER where I'm almost immediately seen. The nursing staff was stellar, but they must have uh, had some student nurses on there as well. Uh, student nurses on as there was a bit of a struggle to find a vein to get an IV in. Ugh. I once had the worst bruise all up and down my forearm uh, from a nurse missing a vein. Uh, it just looks so horrible. They tried both arms, the top part of my left hand and the bottom part of my right wrist. I don't know what caused me more pain, the IV attempts on my hand and wrist or my jaw. Once the nurse found my vein, they put me under and fixed my jaw. Uh, it was glorious to wake up and be able to close my mouth and not be in pain. The whole thing took about 10 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Funnily, funnily enough, is that a funnily enough? My mom had a dentist appointment a few weeks later and shared the story with him. He proceeded to tell her how to fix it if it happens again. I just said I'd end up in the emergency room again as that's not something I would choose to attempt myself. Hope you're having a good week and I look forward to hearing more on your podcast, Susan. Thanks for the email, Susan. Uh, yeah, I, um, so was it, oh, it was a dislocated jaw, not a broken jaw. Um, I've done that too. I, I actually think I, when I've yawned really hard, uh, every once in a while, this is like years and years go by, but I've had instances where I've yawned and, uh. I heard a click in my jaw and felt like it went out of place. Uh, I can't imagine it not going back into place, though. Ugh. They're doing laundry again. Whoever, someone started a new load of laundry and they're using those fucking balls. Literally, I just started, my room, my apartment started smelling like perfume again. What the fuck, dude? Oh my god, this is boy. Tune in next week. We'll see what happens. Um uh, all right. 
Uh, wow, it's been almost an hour. Thank you for your emails. Keep them coming. Um, NoDocsPodcast at gmail.com. Share your stories, ideas, guest ideas, stuff like that, topics. Uh, hopefully, next week I will not have a cold and, and I'll sound awesome. I'll sound like my usual awesome self just sneezing from allergies. <laughs> I hope you're having a good holiday season, everybody. Um, Stay upbeat. Take care of yourselves. Don't get sick. Um, And uh, hopefully see some of you in San Francisco in January. Uh, Have a great day. Thanks. Bye. It's a good show.